0: and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. I'm sorry, but the positivity is cancelled once again because we are back to our regularly scheduled programming. Once again, Bayern Munich have somehow drawn a game where we should have won or we could have lost, but honestly, it was a lot better than last week's game against Leverkusen. We just drew one all with Hoffenheim, and I cannot believe the scoreline was just one all the xg for the game was something like 3.2 3.3 to Bayern and something like 2.0 to hoffenheim so generally when you see xg numbers like that the scoreline should be reading something like 5-4 but instead today it was one all and both sides again terrible terrible finishing and i don't know what is going on with this team at times but anyway let's just let's just talk about what just happened so first of all the lineup now Goldsman zero changes from midweek i think he likes this 11 and that might be a problem because there are some problems with it so first of all we had robert Lewandowski and thomas muller up top serge Gnabry, leroy sani and kingsley koman all starting with Gnabry and Coman as wingbacks you had muziana and kimmick in the pivot and the back three of Niklas Zula in the center, Lucas Hernandez on the left, and Benjamin Pavard on the right, and obviously Manuel nor in goal. So what is the problem with this lineup? So we saw everything good about this lineup against Salzburg. It gives a lot of chances maybe to Lewandowski and Muller to convert, and sometimes chances fall to Gnabry and Sané, and they can also you know get it on the action. But other than that, the problem is that it just puts a little too much pressure on the wingbacks. And the wingbacks here in this case are not actually converted fullbacks, which most wingbacks are. Instead, they are converted wingers. Gnabry, especially today, he was struggling with Hoffenheim targeting his side to go down the pitch with David Raum on that side. So don't think it was a good performance from Gnabry today i have been thinking about it and honestly the con- our comments on the blog have convinced me first i thought okay he was a good he had a good game he had a few chances did not score but still and he had a good hard working performance but even though he was working hard he was often caught out and he could not defend properly compared to how it was against salzburg and it seems that after just analyzing the game, Sebastian Honest decided that there are plenty of holes in the Bayern defense that you can exploit, and he exploited them. In terms of Hoffenheim setup, I think they chose to mirror us. It was like a three-man back line with a two-man midfield, and they had a really good structure to them, and you can tell that Sebastian Honest is a really mm-hmm. talented coach because Hoffenheim were well-drilled, and I think the only reason they did not win is because they had worse players than us on the pitch like if this had been say for example Man City with the same tactics that could have been very problematic for us and I think that's the big problem that's facing Nagelsmann right now he can't beat these lower tier teams like Hoffenheim and Leverkusen and his mandate is to take us all the way in the Champions League and even the Bundesliga which is looking slightly more shaky right now even though I don't think that Dortmund will win both their games in hand and you know um catch up to us and be just four points off the top and even then four points is very difficult for them to catch up to so i don't think dortmund will beat us to a bundesliga title but in terms of europe again i i said that there is no reason we can't go far but there is also plenty of reasons that we probably won't go far and you just have to look at this game our defense once again shambolic i don't want to keep talking about the defense every damn week but it has to be said, this back three, there are problems with it. When you have the fullbacks, basically no fullbacks actually, when you have the wingbacks defending for us, but also being the primary wingers of the side, then their problem is that they are often caught up high on the pitch. And then you, when the game is in a transition period, you are often outnumbered. Hoffman, whenever they had an attacking against us, they had us outnumbered and I have never seen... Outnumbered in transitions this often, and I get it. Transitions are this club skip tonight, it's not gonna go away easily. But I think that the back three is creating more problems for us than it solves. Putting Lucas Hernandez and Benjamin Pavard wide of Nicolas Zula, I know they can cover more ground that way. But should they be covering that much ground? Shouldn't they be more central so that you can have like proper fullbacks, like one on either side? Or maybe just like Pavard as general fullback and another fullback like Omar Richards on the left. Why don't we see Omar Richards anymore? I think he did really well against Leverkusen last week. So we should see a return of the back three. I mean, sorry, the back four at some point. I don't think that the back three is that good, even though against Salzburg, again, we saw all its merits. The other thing that I need to point out is the midfield, the midfield, Kimmich, was okay I guess. I mean people will point out that he lost a lot of balls in midfield and I need to say that under Nagelsmann this season and even under Flick last season our team has struggled to control games and have that really crisp passing that you would associate with Bayern Munich back in the Pep Guardiola era. It's just not in our DNA anymore. We prefer transitions, pressing as quickly as possible, playing the ball up the pitch and that kind of It really does do a number on your passing accuracy stats. I mean, today we saw Hoffenheim regularly intercept the ball win the duels, and they were instructed by Hannes to be physical in midfield with us, and I saw Kimmich and Muller both take some really hard hits from the Hoffenheim midfielders, so... That might have affected their game a little. Meanwhile, you had Muziala playing his 50th appearance for Bayern Munich, which at his age is a big deal. And he was mixed again. I don't understand what his role is in the side because it's not the Thiago role. Like, Thiago would stay deep while Kimmich move upfield back when they used to play together and um, when uh, they were still, like, here. Like, we still had the Thiago-Kimmich pivot whereas Musiala, he doesn't really have that kind of role, he doesn't really have a ball progression role, he occasionally tries to thread passes, but more often than not, what I see him doing is recycling possession, like he gets the ball, he looks up, and he doesn't see a safe pass, so he passes back, and that's such a waste, I don't know, like, is has he been instructed to do this, or is he lacking confidence to really take on his man, because I thought the entire idea behind putting Musiala in midfield is that he could take on players, get the ball out of the pitch, and then release someone else, and you you know, just to help us transition from defense to attack like Thiago used to. And that is completely absent from his game at this point. And honestly, at times it looked like Mazziano was totally inhibited. Like, he did not want to do what he generally does. Like, he was afraid of what was going on behind him. And I think this, again, goes back to how the formation is set up with three defenders only behind you. What used to happen in Bayern when we had a 4 is that The two defenders and one defensive midfielder would stay behind, but the fullbacks would move forward and tuck inside a little to create a little bit more support for the ball-progressing midfielder, which was often Goretzka but Kimmich when Thiago was there. So that is kind of absent right now. Instead, you have the two midfielders standing next to each other, and they are each other's support. And by changing that, Nagelsmann has introduced a lot of issues in our just our ability to progress the ball. Instead, we are relying a lot on Niklas Zula crossing the ball forward into the feet of our attackers, especially Kingsley Coman, who was, I think, great today. Great crosses, great... Pretty much great, everything except for a few final balls near the end, but I can excuse that by that point, he must have been tired. He's played three games this week, and he hasn't had a rest in a long time. This is actually the longest time in a while that I've seen Coman, Sané, and Gnabry, all three stay fit together, and now that I've said it, I know that one of them is going to come down with an injury. Thomas Muller today, oh man. I am not having a good time as a Thomas Mundo fan right now. I'll just tell you that. Three offsides today and one incredibly close chance. In fact, two incredibly close chances. One early in the first half, around the 20th minute, where he got a cross in from Coman, and it just was just set by Bauman. And the other one was later in the second half, where he shot at goal and Bauman was beaten, but then somehow Alessandro Schaff he came in and... Adopted. and this is just like for Muller it must feel so terrible like he had an own goal last week and while he did have two goals against Salzburg today he was unable to score and uh, if he just managed to get that goal I mean if some of our finishing today like the finishing where Gnabry hit the post or uh when Maziala was just almost through and he just barely uh, uh, shot it into the side netting or the chances that Lewandowski and Sané had if these chances had just been converted we wouldn't be sitting here talking about a one-all draw, we would be sitting here talking about a 5 one win, and even then, maybe back in the Flick era, this, I just said this in the game thread, but back in the Flick era, this is the kind of game that Flick would have won 4-3-5-4, and instead, under Knucklesman, it's this weird combination of poor finishing from us, but also getting lucky in defense, like the XG numbers are just ridiculous in terms of what the XG against is for us, but Instead of conceding lots of goals from a few chances like we did on the flick, instead we're conceding lots of chances and few goals, and I don't know which one is better. Like obviously not conceding goals is better, but like if you look at some of the chances and I missed, and you remember how Benzema performed for Real Madrid last uh, in midweek. So when you see that and you think we can face Real Madrid in the next round, do you think that our defense can keep Benzema at bay? Do you think they can keep someone like Vinicius Jr or whoever the hell City has, or Liverpool with Salah and Mane and all that, do you think they can keep them at bay? And I genuinely don't think so. It's one thing to be able to keep it down to just one goal against against something like Leverkusen or Salzburg or Hoffenheim, but against these big, big top teams, they will capitalize on these chances, whereas Bayern Munich are proving this season that we may not have the ability to capitalize on the chances we get. I mean that is a lot scarier than it, than I can describe because it means that there are issues here that are much more, much harder to see than the system being completely off because I thought that in terms of tactics, Nagelsmann was fine today. Like, he did not set up too weirdly. But again, other than the fact that the wingbacks were clearly a little bit overmatched, I don't think anyone really had that poor of a game. Again, it was just a case of just... Sh- poor shooting and maybe in another day we would have won this by some margin one thing I will say that Nagelsmann got wrong were his substitutions and I criticized this last week as well again you cannot sub off Thomas Muller especially when you're chasing a goal this guy I know he had three offside goals but even so he was one of the closest players to scoring and he is our top assister today so why don't we just let him play the whole match and just let him go is he tired? I can understand if he is he did have COVID a week ago but still like we needed him on the pitch at the end like Chupo coming on for him I don't get it and same thing goes for subbing off Muziala I think I don't think I would have done that. I think subbing off Gennabry and moving Mazzella into a winger spot might have been a better option. Or maybe it's just subbing off one of the defenders. Like, that might have been risky. I know that Hoffenheim had plenty of chances even at the end to score and make it four. Sorry, 2-1. And, you know, that would have been even more disastrous than the 1-1 draw that we're talking about right now. But... Like, you need to go for it in those cases, and I don't know why Nagelsmann doesn't try and go for it. He does have a little bit of a points cushion at the top. Borussia um, Dortmund, they play tomorrow against Armenia Bielefeld. I don't know if they have Holland or not, but even if they do, they have been a little bit, like, inconsistent this season. I'll say that, and because of that, I don't know. They might, they might drop points. Who knows? But the thing is about Bayern Munich this season, we are not showing any kind of proper rhythm, and... I think Nugglesman once again he needs to go back into the drawing board. Again, it's just one step forward, two steps back. We took a step forward against Frankfurt and again step back against um Leverkusen, step forward against Salzburg, step back today. And I want to see us taking consistent steps forward. One of the important things is would be the return of Alfonso Davies. We really, really need him. I hope he comes back and then the back. Four in general becomes more viable in Knucklesman's eyes. But even so, we have Omar Richards. Give him a start. Give him some chances to improve himself. Maybe bench Canabry for a little while. He seems not just seems tired, but he also seems like he's in a bit of a rut. And maybe he could use the time on the bench. And just let the guys play in a system they're more familiar with for a little while. Let them build in that system. We see a 4-2-3 ball once every two or three weeks. I don't think that's enough. We should be seeing it week in, week out. And I think versatility is overrated. We should be sticking to that one formation and trying to make it the best it can be, just like Hansi Flick did in the treble year. So that is pretty much all I had to say today. Again, you can comment on this podcast by going to our blog, BavarianFootballWorks.com. It will be there as an article. And also, you can follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks. We also have our podcast on pretty much every platform platform like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So go ahead and subscribe to us if you're not already. And we will see you next time on our flagship show where we talk about our biggest stories of the week, which includes these games. So stay tuned for that and good night.